Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this uh, wonderful and beautiful Friday morning. Trust everybody slept well and uh, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. And it's, uh, the weekend is upon us, so that should make you happy. Payday for a lot of people, that should make you happy. Of course, if you're like me, you get paid and just turn around and hand it to somebody else, so it ain't like you get to enjoy it. You just turn around and just hand it to uh, those you owe. So, But hey, that's, you got to Got to pay to play, I guess, <laughs> but uh, uh, hard to believe it's Father's Day weekend. It's kind of um, uh, surreal uh, because we're always having our car and bike show uh, at uh, Father's Day weekend. So we're usually scrambling and wore out and tired and, and trying to get everything ready. And, and you know, tomorrow's usually the big day and uh, we won't be having that this year. So it's uh, kind of... Uh, Kind of feels weird uh, not doing that, but, uh, well, I'll say this year, but, you know, I'm trying to look, you know, hopefully if this COVID thing settles down, maybe we could do it later on uh, in the year or something, maybe, I don't know. We're, we're trying to look over some options there to see when we possibly do something, but, uh, but anyway, uh, of course, you know, the world is spinning out of control, and it's just, uh, you know, just when you don't think you can get any crazier, uh, you know, it's just like... Uh, the government, society, our nation says, hold my beer. And uh, <laughs> so I can see uh, they take it to another level. It just blows my mind that um, uh, the Trump administration is uh, considered uh, doing some, uh, considered uh, illegal uh, because they want to keep out illegals. It just um, blows my mind. I just can't believe this Justice Roberts uh, chose to side with the liberals and uh, this Obama era with a DACA is uh, mind-blowing, you know, to protect the illegals. That's why they're called illegals. You know, of course, they will say that on uh, the uh, news channels because that's politically incorrect, and uh, they don't want to hear that. But I tell you what, guys, what's really more troublesome and worrisome is the fact there's a lot of cops, and like I said yesterday, I don't blame a lot of cops are walking off the job throughout the nation. And, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't think a lot of people understand the, um, uh, the ramifications uh, of how that's going to directly affect us in our country. And I, uh, you talk about crime rate, you know, just in, in California alone, where they were uh, defunding some police and these kind of things were happening, uh, they said uh, uh, murders and rapes and things like that exponentially increased uh, unbelievably. And so, you know, it's hard, you know, we don't know uh, what, how this is going to affect us, but i tell you what, then I read an article today, Dan Cathy, CEO of Chick-fil-A, uh, was, uh, thinks that uh, we should uh, shine the shoes of African Americans and bow down before them for, um, because of our white privilege or because of our path, that's Crazy, man. Stuff like that really ticks me off to no end. I just keep putting them words how much that really just gets under my skin, man. I mean, I don't care if you're white. I don't care if you're black. Nobody, you shouldn't have to bow before anybody. I don't care what ethnicity you are. I mean, how is that equality? How is that working together? What you're doing is reverse racism, and you're just putting another race above your own. I mean, it's, just, it's insanity. It's absolute insanity. And I hate to say it, man, the, the liberals want a race war. And I'm telling you, we're, we're about that close from one. I mean, I, 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 people are fed up, and there's people out there a whole lot crazier than I am who are just, they're just about to explode.
So, people, we want to pray for our nation uh, like never before. I mean, we are, you talk about, I think we're almost on the verge of another civil war. I mean, we're at that point. This cancel culture, tearing down every statue, uh, taking, you know, Aunt Mama, Uncle Ben's rise. I mean, come on, people. I mean, where does it end? I mean, you, you can you know, if a movie like Blazing Saddles came out today, people's heads would absolutely explode off their bodies. I mean, it just, uh, uh, it's insanity that people have no sense of humor anymore. You can't say anything. Uh, this Everybody's offended by everything. When I was growing up, if I didn't like something, my mom or my dad would be like, get over it, it's, you know, and, just, and go on. You know, but people can't just get over it and go on. It's just, it, it, it's just, I don't know. It is just, it's, it, we're heading straight into communism. I'm just telling you right now, if liberals get control, we're, that's where we're headed. I mean, we're not going to be able to, to, to say or do anything because some little snowflake is going to have his uh, little uh, panties in a wad over it. So, oh, well. Well, uh, let's go ahead and get started this morning. I apologize. I did for my, um, uh, my I don't know, my opening monologues, rants, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> things that have to be addressed and uh, discussed, I think, uh, before we get started. But uh, Mrs. Miss Donna Taylor said, um, please keep my sister Christy Rose in prayer. She will be starting her chemotherapy and radiation treatment next week, and she is also going to be scheduled for surgical removal of squamous cell carcinoma tumor that is in her face. I'm so sorry to hear that, Miss Donna, and uh, we will definitely be praying uh, that his chemotherapy will work and that uh, the Lord will guide the doctor's hands to uh, to get any and all of this uh, cancerous uh, that, uh, that they find and that she will be okay. So well, let's go ahead and let us uh, do our Pledge of Allegiance. And uh, so if you will stand and place your hand over your hearts, let us do this now. <clears throat> I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. What a great country we live in. It's so sad to know there's a great many people who wish to destroy it. Uh, Mr. Lee Miller said he's very glad to be here. Thank you, Mr. Miller. And Lee, thank you for the uh, very kindness that he displayed. He sent me a little uh, note uh, with a coupon to try to get a flagpole and flag, and that is much appreciated, and I appreciate you thinking of me and my family. Unfortunately, I'd already ordered one uh, before you had uh, gave that to me, and uh, hopefully it'll be here today. So I wish I had known I'd have, I would have held off and not ordered it, uh, but I'd already ordered one. But I do appreciate your 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 thoughtfulness and uh, thanking of me. I truly appreciate that. Let's go look at God's Word today. I'm going to grab my Bible here. I forgot to get it in my hand before I started. Look at Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. Hebrews 4, 16. Oh, might help if I bring the verse up so y'all can read along when it. <laughs> Hold on here. Let me get that up. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And of course, as me always, Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. You know, of course, uh, it is Father's Day weekend. And, uh, of course, you know I am uh, uh, 
very, very close to my dad. And it is, I uh, love him dearly. And uh, something I have to really, uh, I have to, when I do my morning devotion, excuse me, I have to really um, uh, pray uh, because uh, he's getting older. And, you know, it, I don't want to think about it. You know, I still see my dad as the smartest, strongest man in the world, you know, and uh, uh, I still see him like when I was a teenager. I mean, he just looks like he's you know, 30 or 40 years old. I mean, that's just the way I, uh, I see it. You know, obviously, he's he's not. But uh, uh, and so I have to pray every day. You know, I, I pray the Lord will give him another 30 years on this earth. You know, I'd see him live to his mid 90s or be 100. You know, that'd be great. But. Uh, statistically, uh, those, uh, those chances are, are not uh, very high. And so I'll have to pray every morning, Lord, um, uh, help me to accept what I cannot uh, uh, control. Help me to have uh, the strength to endure. You know, if that's not God's will for him to, to live uh, that amount of time, then I have to pray for the Lord to, uh, uh, to give me that strength if that time was to come and give me that peace because on my own, I will fall apart, and uh, I, I just don't know what I would do. You know, growing up, uh, Dad took us on a lot of great adventures. You know, he uh, he used to race bicycles. I remember as a kid, uh, we would park in certain places that he was racing, and we'd hand him off bananas and things like that. Uh, as he started the ministry, uh, seeing the change in my dad's life and, uh, and his love for the Lord. You know, the 70s was such an exciting time, I'll just be honest with you. Uh, it is, uh, now I'm, I'm, I'm a, even though I was born in 72, I, I like the 80s. Now that's my, that's my era. I like the hair bands. I like the clothing. I mean, that's, you know, if I go back in time now, I like the 80s. But the 70s and the early 80s was, um, was an exciting time. In fact, some even call it another great awakening in the 70s because of the, the high response uh, to the Lord uh, during that time. And, and his dad was, uh, starting out his ministry to see the excitement, uh, to see uh, the church, in fact, the church, uh, the little church he was preaching at, Liberty Church with Brethren, down the road here in Gray, uh, they, uh, uh, he, it was, I think it was like, um, yeah, I think it was just two two sections of pews, and where the Lord was blessing his ministry so much, they had to set chairs up, and, and they actually come to my dad and say, hey, we're, or where we want to be right now, we don't want to get any bigger. You know, and I thought that was insane. But in my undergraduate studies, kind of find out there are a lot of churches out there that they get reach a certain capacity and they don't want to grow anymore. And that, that blew my mind. I can't believe that that was, that was something that uh, was out there. But uh, to see how the Lord used him uh, throughout uh, uh, the span of my life, uh, it's been an incredible thing. And the places he's took us, the people we've met that the Lord's used him to do. And... Um, you know, I never thought I would be a preacher. I'll be honest with you. I never had any desire, no intention whatsoever to be a pastor. I respected my dad, loved my dad, proud of my dad, always have been. Uh, but it's just not an area that I, I had a lot of desire in. But looking back, you know, I could see how the Lord used me in such, as, I mean, even at five years old, uh, you heard dad talk about this. There was a, a Jehovah's Witness that lived beside of us, and I was playing with her son, uh, Travis and uh, and and the Lord used me to uh, get them uh, out of that cult. They come to church and got saved. You know, when I look back at jobs I've had, the people I've talked to, and I could see where the Lord was was. You know, uh, then I didn't want to see it, but now looking back, I can see where the Lord was <laughs> using me to bring me into the ministry. 
And it's an awesome thing to get to work alongside my dad in the in the in the ministry and at the church. And uh, you know, I uh, I love my dad dearly. I really do. And he's been a great mentor. He's been my best friend. And uh, I don't know what I'd ever do without him. I looked. Uh, I call him every morning and seek out his wisdom. But you know. Um, <clears throat> my dad ain't perfect and he will uh you know he'll be the first to tell you that and uh, he's made his mistakes too and you know i guess as a son it's easy to uh to put your dad up there on a pedestal sometimes but uh uh, uh that's one thing i've always appreciated about my dad that he is uh no different at the pulpit he is at home there's been a lot of pastors out there that put on a facade then at home they're kicking their kids and screaming and cussing and drinking and, and completely different but my dad has, has always been the same but going to revivals with him and he'd take me on visitations and you know I look back and you know it's kind of like the Lord was uh, grooming me to be where I am today but I uh, I hope he has a good Father's Day and I hope he knows how much I love him but um, don't mean to get choked up but I like I said my dad and I were were very very close and uh, good morning there, Mike. And Donna says, uh, me too. Daddies never age or get sick, do they? No, I never want to think about that, you know. But, uh, you know, we look at God's word. And you look at Deuteronomy 6, 5. It says, love Lord thy God with all of our heart, with all of our soul and strength. But you look back at 6, 2, and it talks about, uh, uh, well, let's, in fact, let's look over here at that real quick. I wasn't going to look at that, but let's, uh, uh, just so that we... Uh, have the proper context here. You know, we look at Deuteronomy 6, 5. Uh, it says, uh, and, thou shalt love, love, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Okay, so we look at 6, 2. It says that thou mightiest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command, me, command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son all the days of thy life and thy days may be prolonged. So when you are a child uh, of God, and when you, as a father in particular, when you lead uh, your children in the ways of the Lord, uh, that carries on for generations. Uh, that carries on to your children and their children. You raise them up in the, <clears throat> in the nurture and the admonition of the Lord. That carries on. Now, I made my mistakes. The, you know, my dad raised me in a good Christian home. My dad was kind. My dad was loving. My dad was fair. He was, you know, he, he taught me the things of the Lord. I knew better, and I, yet I still chose the world and got out there and done a lot of stupid things that I, I completely, totally regret. Like I say, <clears throat> there's one area of my life that the devil knows I'm weak at because I, it's, I'm real easy to look back in the past. I'm real easy to be filled with regret and it leads me to depression. And I have to keep reminding myself that I, that is in the past. I am forgiven. I have to move forward because it's so easy. Even, you know, every every day, every single day, even this morning, trying to read my Bible, something in my past popped in my head. And I was like, oh man, you know, I just wish I could take that back. But, you know, we as fathers, we have a duty uh, to make sure we have our, our families in church, that we are uh, being representative of the things of the Lord, that we're showing His grace, His same mercy. That's what we read in Hebrews 4, 16, where the God's Word tells us not to exasperate our children. You know, you can be too hard. You can be too big, much of a disciplinarian. And, uh, and God's Word says they can even plant the evil in their heart. It will actually drive them away from the things of God. It will actually drive them in the wrong direction. We have to be firm. We have to be fair. And, you know, it's one thing that Martin Luther said, you know, put a apple beside the rod. You know, the, the kids need their, 
Fanny's busted at times, and because, and, but at the same time, we need to reward them, and we need to encourage them, and they need to hear that we are proud of them. It's, it's heartbreaking to know there's a lot of people out there that they've never, ever heard their dads ever say that they were proud of. In fact, uh, Brandy was watching her Dr. Phil the other day. She loves her Dr. Phil, and here he had accomplished so much in his life, and he said his dad had never, never once ever told him he was proud of him. That, that's, that's a sad situation. You know, and, and and on the flip side of all this, you know, there's a lot of people this weekend uh, who whose dads are not with them anymore. And I know that this is a very heartbreaking uh, time. This is a tough situation. We need to uplift these individuals in prayer uh, that uh, the Lord will give them strength to get through this weekend uh, because it brings up a lot of memories. But, you know, uh, going back to Dr. Phil, you know, he did make a good point one time. You know, it's so easy to focus on the loss. It's so easy to focus on that one day uh, where that individual died. But what about all those years of laughter and all those years of good times, all those years of, uh, of, uh, of, of good memories? Let's focus on that. For those who, who's, who's uh, dads may have went on to be home with the Lord. Let's focus on that. Focus on the good memories. Don't focus on the one day of loss. Think of all the years that you you had uh, with your father. So that, that's what we have to look at. That's what we have to focus on uh, and, and not focus on the loss. But here's another thing, too, that um, talking about grace and mercy. You know, I, I couldn't help but the, wake up with a song in my mind by George Strait uh, about a father's love. The fathers don't love their children every now and then. It's a love without end, amen. And the reason why I get choked up at that is because, like I said, I screwed up big time in my life, many, many times in my life. And my dad never gave up on me. I was uh, belligerent. I was hateful, backtalked. I was living in the world. I was doing things completely contrary to, to God. There are things that I've done in my life I hope my own wife don't even find out about. I just, I've done some horrible, terrible, evil things in my life. And my dad has never gave up on me. He's always been there, and he always loved me. He always showed grace. He always showed mercy. He showed me Jesus. And see, that's what it's about today, is that God shows us that same grace, that same mercy. We can be filled with such guilt and such shame in our lives and the things of the past that we have done. But praise God for his eternal grace, for his eternal mercy, and for his eternal love that he never gives up on us. That even though we may want to run, even though we may backslide, even though we do things that we know hurts God, he's that Father's love. He doesn't love us just every now and then. It's a love without end. Amen. Praise God for that great love, that great mercy, that great joy that he shines down upon us each and every day. That even every time we mess up, he says it's okay. And he hugs us and he loves us and tells us it's going to be fine. And praise God for that. You know, there's a lot of people. That's why I wrote the book Life Debt. And I've got a lot of copies. In fact, I was cleaning up the house and realized I made copies. I got left. So anybody wants a copy, let me know. I'll give it to you. But, uh, uh, you know, that's why I wrote that book. Because my dad and I are so close. 
And I um, and I know there's a lot of people out there who who's absentee fathers. That's one of why we're seeing all this chaos in our nation. The lack of Christian fathers, the lack of fathers in the home, the lack of discipline. You know, I saw about Martin Luther having the, the rod and the apple there, the rod for discipline, the apple for encouragement. And uh, there's not enough of these little brats out there and had their fannies busted. That's one reason why we're having so much trouble today. But, um, you know, so... Because there, there are people out there whose, whose fathers uh, might have been um, brutal, may have been abusive, uh, it's hard to understand a true father's love. It's hard to understand that kind of grace, the kind of dad you've always wanted. And that's what Jesus Christ is. He will never hurt you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will always love you, and he will always forgive you. And despite your sins, your past mistakes, he says, come to me. I will take all those sins. I will give you grace. I will give you peace. But you have to repent. You have to come to know me. And when you repent to come to know Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior, then you can bask in his love, bask in his glory, and understand what it means to have a true father's love. And when we think about this weekend, we can think about our earthly fathers and those who are able to give good things. But those, uh, think about what the heavenly father, the things that he can bestow upon us. What our earthly fathers, their love, what they can do pales in comparison to the great love and the power and the grace and the mercy of Jesus Christ. So even though this is Father's Day weekend for earthly fathers, let's not neglect to appreciate and thank the heavenly father for sending his only son to save us. Because of his love, we're wicked, evil people. He could have simply let go to hell, but out of his love, he sent his only son to save us from a very real hell and offer us eternal life. And not only does he do that, but he also sends the helper, the paracletos, the Holy Spirit, to help us to endure, to persevere during difficult times. So let us put our hand on that nail-scarred hand today. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for all the grace and the mercy and the love that you have given us each and every day. Had a few comments here, and um, let's see here. Donna said, my dad was everything to me. Then I discovered our Heavenly Father. Now the two best fathers. Amen to that, Miss Donna. Heather says, we will be rejoicing in heaven together one day, even if we have to be apart for a little while. Don't forget the Father of all fathers on Father's Day. Heavenly Father, he's the greatest man. Well said, Miss Heather. And Donna says, a father's love knows no bounds. Thank God mine never gave up on me. Yes, ma'am, for sure. Miss Donna, uh, very well said as well. But uh, so uh, uh, I hope everybody will come out to the church this Sunday for Father's Day and and, uh, and enjoy time. Even if you don't have your earthly father, we can spend time together in the sanctuary with the Heavenly Father. And uh, don't know if my dad will see this or not. I just want to say thank you, Dad. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your encouragement and never giving up on me. <clears throat> Let us pray. Good Father, Lord, we thank you. We love you. We praise you. Lord, thank you, Lord Jesus, for the love that you've given us. Lord, you gave the ultimate sacrifice to demonstrate how much you loved us. You know, one time someone asked, how much do you love us? And you stretched out your arms and said, this much. You took upon the sins of the world to save us from very real hell. Lord, let us never neglect, never let us take for granted that great sacrifice and the love you have for us. Let us serve you well each and every day. Let us give our all to you. 
Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I just want to lift up a special prayer for all those who may be uh, going through this weekend without their fathers. Lord, help them. Uh, give them peace. Give them strength. Uh, Lord, let your love shine through on these on these hard holidays. Uh, Lord, let all of our those who uh, daddies are still living, let them know how much they are loved and needed and appreciated. And Lord, I just pray that you be of this nation. That you'll touch hearts and minds like never before. People will come to you before it's too late. That you bring peace upon this land. Lord, let our police officers know that they are loved. They are needed. They are appreciated by a great many people. And Lord, I pray a special prayer concern for Donna's sister. And Lord, that you'll guide the doctor's hands and that they'll get all this cancer and, and this radiation, this chemotherapy will work and that you, you'll bring her to full and complete health. Pray that you'll be with Wendy Lee and Kim Penix and Ginger Hood and Troy and his cousin. Pray that you be with Ron and Thelma Thompson. I pray that you be with Roger Winters. Pray that you be with uh, Verda Campbell, Richard Campbell. Uh, Lord, I pray that you be with Darlene uh, Barker's stepdad. And Lord, all the other prayer concerns that I receive daily and that your will be done in those situations. And Lord, I just pray that uh, you be with our president. Give him uh, wisdom. Uh, give him discernment in these difficult times. And give him protection about him and his family. Lord, we thank you, we love you, we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. But, uh, you know, Brandy says me too. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um. <clears throat> That's not nice, and Donna and Brandy get me choked up this morning. <laughs> not nice at all. <clears throat> but um, just want to give everybody a friendly reminder that um, uh, this Sunday morning from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. we'll have church indoors. Uh, we were going to um, uh, have uh, outdoor uh, concert. But unfortunately, the weather is indicating that it's going to be rainy and thunderstorms all throughout the day. So the, it was at 20%, went to 40%, now 50%. And so like I said, the, the chances are getting higher. So we won't be doing the outdoor concert. And instead, uh, we will um, be uh, inside for church this Sunday. And so be sure and uh, let everybody know. I know there's people raise their hand to volunteer to help set up. So if you can help us get the word out so that everybody will know, we'll just have uh, regular church service. No evening service since it is Father's Day. And, uh, of course, as always, uh, don't forget that you can always find me here at Dr. Young 77 and uh, here on social media. If you don't do social media, you can always find me on uh, YouTube at Dr. Matthias Young. And as always, you can uh, tune, if you haven't already, subscribe to my podcast, the Doc Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, audio only, but you list all the, uh, the devotions, all of our sermons and uh, podcasts uh, that we do. So hope everybody has a great day today, a, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless. Mm -hmm.